0: Birding can be amazing in your neighborhood. If you don't go out and look, you definitely should. Thank you for tuning in to
1: Hannah and Eric Go Birding, a podcast by birders for birders.
0: That one was kind of like influenced by like Janice Joplin or something. <laughs> My name is Hannah, his name is Eric.
1: And we created this podcast to share adventures, sometimes misadventures, and opinions that we have on different birding topics. We are definitely not experts in anything that we discussed that might be controversial, We want you to remember, those are our own opinions, and they might be different from yours.
0: And also, to that, we're hilarious. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So some news of the birds. News of the bird world. Uh, So we're going to the Southeast Arizona Birding Festival. We're super excited about that. So we hope to see you there. We're going to do a couple trips. Um, I think the Friday one was full. I don't know about Saturday, but... We're yeah. doing some kind of like easy birding, like, you know, troubleshooting technology sort of thing. So we're excited. We like going to Tucson and, you know, we'll be going in the, the, a different time of year. So hopefully we can see some different things.
1: Uh, like I like how you say we like going to Tucson when we've been there once. I've been
0: there twice. <laughs>
1: you, I guess you haven't
0: been there twice. <laughs> the first time I went there, there was this horrible, like, sandstorm <laughs> and I didn't see any of it.
1: <laughs> I'm just you're yeah, we like going to Tucson. It's like, well, we've been there once. And it was fun. It was a great time. But
0: I like the idea of Tucson.
1: The idea of Tucson is yeah. really nice. All yeah. Right.
0: Um, <laughs> so there's that. And then our second thing is that uh, the Bird Nerd giveaway will be announced later in the episode. So you do have to listen through if you want to try to figure out how to win the Bird Nerd giveaway.
1: Yeah. And we're not going to even talk about it at all. Not one second to right here at the beginning. So this Bird Nerd giveaway... <laughs> Is not going to be mentioned anywhere near the beginning of this episode right here.
0: <laughs> or you could just wait until the day after this is put out and then we'll post it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So um, we did have our secret question hotline um, that was active for like two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And we had a number of people call the hotline and not leave any um, answers for it. So I'm wondering if they just wanted to hear the question to see if they could answer it. I'm not sure.
1: Maybe they were hoping that we would answer and they could just chat with us and talk.
0: So anyways, I'm not going (laughs) to shame anyone, but, um, you know, I, I decided that, you know, the, the Google voice line is free. So what we're going to do is just, uh, change the, the answering or the voicemail on that. And if you want to ask us a question or if you want to say something to us, Like, just call that number and we'll post it, you know, on our Facebook and all that. Just call the number and, you know, leave a voicemail.
1: Hannah's not good about answering her phone, even when it's people that she knows that are calling. It's
0: funny because now I don't answer my phone. (laughs) and and Now, like, every phone number that comes up is a scam likely.
1: (laughs) Scam likely. Everything is a scam likely.
0: So that's my excuse why I don't answer the phone. The Red Cross
1: called me yesterday and it said scam likely. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, they were I was fine talking to them. They weren't a scam. They were trying to get me scheduled for a uh, blood donation in a couple weeks. See,
0: they're the worst kind of scam because they're just trying to get your blood. They're I mean, just they're to not take even my blood. they're not even after like your money or anything. They're just like we're going to go straight to the source, the take straight, the blood. <laughs>
1: straight to
0: it. They're like the OG scammers. <laughs> that's not true they do very no great yeah things. fantastic
1: I, I I love to donate blood I love to help out so that's
0: you love to donate blood yeah it's fun
1: I mean you just sit there and relax and then they take blood from you
0: and you like lose calories that way
1: yeah you lose calories you can lose some weight it's awesome you lose you lose weight one pint at a time yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> moving on Okay, so we had a review over the last, uh, last period of time since our last episode, and it wasn't, wasn't particularly a great review, which is fine. We, we've already said that we're going to read our reviews if we get them, so it is a, um, it's a two-star review from uh, Bro Scott. Uh, this podcast has potential, but too much time is spent on banter and probably only interests those doing the podcast. It could be a 15 to 20 minute podcast, which would improve the experience. It needs to get to the point quicker um his the title was unfollowed so i doubt he's going to h- hear um our what we have to say on it cuz he said unfollowed but either way um i just wanted to address it um i we hear it. We get it. Um, some people like the banter. Some people hate the banter. And it's kind of... It goes goes, goes both ways. Um, it's funny
0: because I, I posted on Buzzsprout, yeah. like, our Facebook page for all the podcasters that are on that. Like, mm-hmm. we had this review. What should we change about our podcast? You know, because we already put a timestamp on it. So what should we do? And all these podcasters just responded like, I hate banter. And it's like, yeah, okay. Well, every podcast I've listened to has banter. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's, I
1: mean, so that's... Some people hate it. Some people love it. Um, So what we have been doing, and I feel like I need to start saying it at the beginning of every episode, like at the beginning of everything, is that we have a timestamp in the episode, in the um, show notes for every episode of of this season, of this last season, of season three, um, that says what time the main story is. And the main story is what the title of the episode is about. So... Sometimes I'll have two timestamps. Usually it's only one timestamp for, so you can skip ahead all the intro, all the everything and get right to this episode. Would, it, would The timestamp will have where we start um, talking with Seymour uh, Goals. In um, other episodes, it's whenever we tar- start talking specifically about the adventure we went on or the start the interview with somebody. So if you don't want to listen to the banter, that's all fine. It's all, it's all good. Um, there is a timestamp in the show notes that you can jump right ahead to that, which it's usually a 15 minute jump. Sometimes it's a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit less, but it's generally around the fifteen minute mark is what what usually ends up happening. But uh, but yeah, so that's that's our most recent review. If you if anybody else wants to review us, give us uh, helpful helpful advice or just talk, tell us how uh, how they hate us or how they love us. Either either way, um, you can do it on all the different streaming platforms or podcasting downloading platforms services services. Sure, yeah, there, there we go. On to the main story. Sure. Where the where the timestamp will show you where you'll click and you'll get right to here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so um, for this main story, we interviewed our friend who goes by the name Seymour Goals.
1: Unfortunately, I wish it were his real name. <laughs> that's an awesome name. I wonder if he'd change it. We could if I think maybe maybe if we all get a petition going, we can get Seymour Goals to officially change his name. To he, C- we Moore probably goals.
0: could, yeah. We'll start a GoFundMe. He's a
1: fun guy, so, I mean, we could probably get He's it. not we a could... fun
0: guy, Eric. He's a goal. He's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. What don't you understand? <laughs> He's not a giant mushroom. <laughs> okay. So it anyways, um, so yeah. So our interview is with Seymour Goals, and it is recorded in a backyard. So Seymour uh, Goals recently put out a book. Well, it will be coming out soon. Um, Mm -hmm. It's called Neighborhood Birding 101. And so we, he joined us in our lovely backyard uh, to listen to the birds and talk about his new book. Um, So you'll hear lots of wonderful Pacific Northwest birds in the background.
1: Yeah. So try, try to identify as many as you can. I think when I, my first listen through while I was, while I was doing the preliminary editing of it, I think I got six species. So if anybody can get more than six, or if you can hear all six and identify all six, let us know. Was, we'll send you a sticker. Yeah, sure. We'll say we'll send you a sticker if you can tell us how many birds there were <laughs> and what, what, what all the species were.
0: Scientific <laughs> names as well.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, you, you can call it the flappy bird and the, the, the orange bird and you know, whatever. I'm, the I'm not ground crazy.
0: bird, tree bird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was a tree bird. There was a flappy bird.
0: Uh, yeah, we're not into gatekeeping.
1: So listen in while we chat with Seymour Goals all about Neighborhood Birding 101.
0: Thank you, Seymour, for joining us for our podcast. Would you please tell
2: everyone about yourself? Uh, my full name is Seymour Gulls. <laughs> <laughs> I am a uh, Portland-based bird photographer and Instagram Facebook guy and uh, now author. And I just wrote Neighborhood Birding 101, which is a guide to the common birds of western oregon washington and uh california and it's got uh, 110 bird species in it with some nice photographs most of which are mine and some easy uh descriptions to understand like an entry-level bird book so so yeah i'm i'm newly an author which is very exciting
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's super exciting. So we, we've known you for a while. We've known you as a photographer. Well, I feel and...
0: like our relationship is really weird because we moved back to Portland <laughs> right? or, you know, moved back to Oregon. And I think I found your Instagram account or something like that and had, like, like an insane amount of followers. Yeah. And I was like, holy moly, how did this guy get all these followers? And, I mean, you have fantastic photos. Thank you. And then we got to meet you, and it's like, oh, this is how the guy got all the followers. <laughs> like yeah. It's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> hey, thanks. But uh, also, uh, just being really active and liking a lot of stuff okay yeah. just, just like just like nonstop like. stop non yeah. <laughs> for uh, a couple of years <laughs> that's exhausting yeah uh it turns out though recently uh the best way to get followers is just good content yeah i never knew i, I thought it was photos but it's actually adding words on top of photos <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the means... words
1: on the photos is what brings the yeah yeah brings all the the birds birds in the the yard yard. yeah
2: i started i started (laughs) i started like back in it it's like waxing and waning always how much you want to take photos and post photos for people but Mm -hmm. i took a long break for covid and then i was like oh i I love memes so much uh and i think i'm hilarious so i should do some memes and uh they were like okay and then i was like (laughs) i made an okay meme um but then I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I should just try, like, teaching people something. And so I made, like, a guide to sparrows, where it's, like, sparrow and then a wall of text underneath. And that, like, got some traction. And then I was like, Ooh, what if I just made memes out of learning about neighborhood birds? And and that did really well. So then I, uh, everybody's like, write a book, write a book. And it's like, Okay. I'll do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> See, I feel like this whole thing was within a span of like a couple months. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was just the other day you were posting these pictures and then all of a sudden it was like, now I have a book.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, by the way, I have a book now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So how did that all happen?
2: Uh, yeah. It started March.
0: Wow. Okay. Wow, yeah. So it's and it <is> June. <laughs> yeah. I went from
2: zero to book in three months. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, so the support of a uh, loving wife and, uh, not having a job for two months. Hmm. Yeah. So you could, 24
1: hours a day, you could devote to... Yeah,
2: I would wake up at, like, 5.30 and uh, try to do, like, a chunk of of bird for Instagram. And then, like, okay, today we're doing thrushes, or, like, I'm going to do 10 graphics on red-tailed hawks. And um, just work real hard, and then take a nap and and (laughs) post it, and then just do it again the next day until, yeah, I get about 110 species or so of birds man
0: that's amazing i'm on like page seven of our book oh nice for the last like month (laughs) nice (laughs) i really admire that you can do that
2: (laughs) forward progress though
0: yeah yeah (laughs) and then i go and delete words and it's backward progress (laughs) oh yeah you just
2: got to keep writing just don't delete anything never delete (laughs) but also we probably have the same number of words in our books if you're at seven pages and i have a spattering of words on each page that's Probably. true. Yeah. You should just split
1: it up with a bunch of pictures then.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, of sewage plans. Of sewage plants, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, really strong start. Just...
3: <laughs>
0: so, uh, is your goal to see more goals?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, always want to see more goals. Uh, goals of the world. Uh, Love a Heerman's goal. Yeah. Oh, I tried to see one today, but...
0: Yeah, they usually come in, like, later in the year because they, you know, harass the pelicans.
2: Right. Or, yeah, they're probably all having babies on some weird island right now. Probably, yeah.
1: I saw a thing about, in in California, some human's gulls that were having, like, issues at a uh, convenience store because they were on top of the convenience store. Cool. And people were, like, harassing the gulls, so there was, like, this whole whole long story. I think it was last breeding season. I just... Sorry, that just made me think, think of that story about the goals.
2: Yes, I love gulls, but I'm not very good at identifying them yet. So uh, I'm going to give myself a couple books before I, I uh, attack goal identification.
0: That would actually be a great book.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I want to do like um, gulls and shorebirds and advanced ducks and uh, pelagic species yeah as as one nice like seymour Gulls goes to the coast type thing seymour coast. <laughs> yeah so
1: so so is that the next
2: the next uh oh i think i think my next one i'm gonna do like a brief interlude and explore my love for catios and um, um all right just being good citizens and and then keeping the, your
1: cat inside yeah yeah
2: and and just like an easy like diy catio thing and then um I got my Neighborhood Birding 101 coming, so that's great. But what about all of the other great birds of the West? Mm-hmm. So I think book two will be like Wonder Birds of the American West. Okay. Something like that. Like you got your great flycatchers and yeah, cool owls and weird hawks. And there's just, oh, all the good sh- uh, like inland shorebirds. And there's mm-hmm. just so many great things, so.
0: So in your book, mm-hmm. you have all these really cool tips about, you know, how to identify the birds. So if anybody hasn't checked out the book, you know, prior to listening to this, um, what Seymour has done is he has pictures of the bird and then he has field guide or field marks um, mentioned around them. And some of them are, are things, you know, that we may already know, but a lot of them are just really interesting things that I might, have, you know, most people have never thought of. So how mm-hmm. did, where did you find all these field marks? You didn't just go and sibling copy them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, a lot of them uh a lot of them are just like from birding with other people and and descriptions. Some of them are like like curved Coleman on a house finch. It's like um but does anybody know what a Coleman is outside of um and I don't even know if I'm saying it right, it's a word I've never said before. Um <laughs> This is the first time ever saying, yeah. saying that word. Yeah, always just write it down. It's like
0: all the Latin bird names, <laughs> right. you know? Nobody knows if they're correct you, the way you're saying you, it. You, right. you, know,
1: you, you know how to spell it. You've right. been spelling it for years. But saying it is a whole different ballgame.
2: But, but, yeah, Sibley's a, a pro. So, yeah, I'm just, like, <laughs> looking through all these different places and just, like, I don't know. I'm finding inspiration everywhere, I guess. But, um, yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, a good way, like... Um, you guys were talking about a few podcasts ago uh, was learning your birds by, by painting over your like warblers. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so surprisingly another great way uh, is just staring at thousands of photos of the exact same bird (laughs) (laughs) and like figuring out how like the most like prominent feature. So it's like, I, I looking at house finches now, the first thing I look at is for like a plain cheek and like, that's not something that I was looking at before.
0: I've never thought of that before. Yeah, yeah, so
2: like male house finch, I just look at it like a gray cheek, and I'm like, oh, that's, <laughs> and because, uh, and I also never have purple finches, but
1: <laughs> See, we, we we get both down here. I just wait yeah. for them to sing. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we really only get them down here on the coast during breeding season, mm-hmm. so they're they're singing anyways. Yeah. So I I just kind of just generally just wait to. Okay, is that the is that the whistly warble or is that
2: the right. like the Fuzzy warble, <laughs> yeah, they do a nice warble.
0: So, were you a photographer first or a birder first?
2: Um, I started photography in like high school, and then started bird watching in like 2012. Immediately realized I was not very good and wished I could <laughs> have a helper uh, identify me after the fact, and then started bird photography, and then um, definitely just keep upping the game with bird photography but
1: yeah, so what did you fo- photograph
2: before you uh focused um, in on birds
0: before you realized your life's goal of birds
2: right <laughs> <laughs> uh just uh, like street scenes and okay. and random just stuff and stuff yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it it lacked focus okay Whereas now now I'm starting to lack focus again it it, <laughs> it went extremely into birds and like birding is such a gateway drug to just appreciating everything about nature mm-hmm. you're like oh okay now i love insects who knew uh you never think oh man someday i'm gonna love jumping spiders so much but they're adorable <laughs> they
0: are yeah
1: Espe- especially your favorite the, the, the jumping... bold jumping yeah, yeah, the awesome. bold jumping spider is... the little
0: blue mouth part. yeah these little babies i
2: love them too but yeah and then you're like oh there's butterflies and yeah so that's another reason for the the book is just like make this super accessible thing to get people into bird watching and then uh uh-oh you're in nature and you're looking at other stuff now you're like maybe we'll start with eBird and then you get iNaturalist and then iNaturalist answers all of your questions about what every single thing is and it's just a real slippery slope to like caring about the environment around you so for sure that's the that's the goal at least
0: so, who should buy your book?
2: Um, ideally, every single person, everyone, okay. <laughs> everyone out there. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a it's a great starting point for anybody that um, has friends who like express interest in birding, um, but maybe are like overwhelmed by a wall of text, and um, like it's just it's just real easy. So it's it's also good for kids probably like ten and twelve up. Um there are some advanced words in there, but it also like usually has an arrow directly pointing to what it is, so it's like a good vocabulary builder, I guess. And then it also has big fonts, so anybody with ailing eyes can probably read most of the pages. Except for um red shouldered hawks. Oh the red
1: shouldered Red right.
2: shouldered hawk only live in like thickets and there's no good photos of them in clearings in the world. <laughs> um if you can find one send it to me and
1: I, I have one of one in a clearing but it's on a power line I don't know yeah. if <laughs> it's
2: probably also not a great picture too. it's
1: probably it's probably not great that's true it's like that's, it's a pruder picture yeah. yeah oh you can tell you can tell look it's just barely
2: <laughs>
0: well you know it's just i think it's super cool that you came out with this, and you know that your grandmother was even super uh, proud of you.
2: Yeah, she thinks I'm the best.
0: That was Eric's favorite <laughs> on the back that has your your grandmother's quote about the
2: book.
1: I, I was literally like the first thing I noticed. I was like, "Oh, look, his grandmother's proud of him. This <laughs> yeah. is awesome."
2: Yeah, who wouldn't? Well, I always joked with my grandma that she she's like a, a big fan of mine. Uh, which like which grandma wouldn't be, right? But I was like, "All right, Grandma, you're gonna be." my reference for my next job. And then it's pretty much <laughs> the case here. But, uh, yeah, I just took that as a direct quote from her Facebook writing on my birthday page. <laughs> 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 Thanks. <Grandma. laughs> That's awesome. I also tried to put the, um, like I, I didn't quite go with the traditional bird format. Um, I put like, for example, like, uh, Hutton's Vireo right next to Ruby Crunk King. Mm-hmm. Just because they look so similar, and just, like, not having to go from one part of your book to the, another part to, like, flip pages, and you just, mm-hmm. like, look left and right uh, is very easy. And I also put, like, six pages of Red Tail Hawk in there, just because it's always <laughs> it a Red so Tail different. Hawk. Yeah. They they look so different. <laughs> There's so many variations, but it's it's just worth, like, looking at a lot of photos of them to kind of just yeah. feel comfortable in your your ID. So... There's definitely like some things like Cooper's hawk I have like juvenile, immature and in flight. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Well, when I noticed that yeah. the
1: American goldfinch had that. You had the the male and then the immature and female.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I do that for for all of them. So it's 110 species, but it's like 164 images or 158 something like that. Okay.
0: So. so what is neighborhood bir- birding and how does that differ from like backyard birding?
2: Oh, great question. <laughs> <laughs> Neighborhood birding is my favorite thing, um, and and it really is just only slightly different from backyard birding, um, in that uh, my backyard isn't super exciting, um, but, like, half a mile from my house, I have this place called Dharma Rain Zen Center, which is this, like, big field, and it was, like, an old um, browns field that got converted to a uh, a zen center but it's just open to the public and in 2017 i started birding there in mm-hmm. january and now i have like 101 species there Wow! oh man so i have like the magic of it i guess is you go there you learn all your common birds you're like that's a chickadee that's a robin uh these are the gold crown sparrows and towies mm-hmm. and then you like start to pick up new birds and then you're like and, and with the book too, it's like you're learning all your basic stuff and then you like hear a sound and you're like, oh, I got to chase that because I don't know what that is. You're yeah. Like, so you're kind of like, you're getting your spot. You just go to the same spot over and over and over again until you kind of like learn like, oh, this is the, this is the Beewix Ren spot or like, oh, this is where uh, I've seen um, Pacific wren, And then every once in a while you'll get uh, Eastern Bluebird, mm. which okay. um, I had Eastern Bluebird there. I Remember that
0: when you, you posted that on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and all the rare birds stuff.
2: <laughs> it was the very first eastern bluebird seen on the west coast, California, Oregon, Washington, and <laughs> it was a half mile from my house, man. So that's really pretty good, sweet. yeah. People came from all over like Seattle and stuff to, to go. That, that was last spring, I think it was two years ago. Two years ago, okay. yeah, in the fall, mm-hmm. or, or no, it was like. I saw it in like November and then yeah. it stuck around until like, like January.
1: I'm like way off on when it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was last oh, no, oh, I... spring. No, it was two falls ago. <laughs> okay, okay, well, I guess I'm. Just... But,
2: but I've also gotten Eastern Kingbird there, Western yeah. Kingbird, Western Bluebird, um, a spattering of like peeps just because there's a tiny pond. And, <laughs> and then my next spot that I, I um, in my neighborhood, is Rocky Butte. Mm-hmm. And I just added that last year. And I have, like, 85 species there. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Um, and Swainson's uh, thrush? Is mm-hmm. that right? No, wait. What's the really exciting one? The gray thrush that... Gray cheat? Uh... Gray cheat? No, not that exciting. <laughs> not that exciting.
0: Not a wood thrush. No. Hermit.
2: No. No, it's the gray thrush that looks like a robin, but it's all gray. Um... Oh, Townsend Solitaire? Townsend Solitaire. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Thank you. Gosh, why, how did I forget that? Townsend solitaire there all the time I, I feel
1: like I keep seeing seeing it getting posted like yeah pe- people keep posting it like on the whatsapp group that's for the Portland area like yeah. oh townsend solitaire
0: we drove all the way out to Bend and then got a terrible look into the town terrible uh, terrible' And that's terrible like our work. lifer <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So. wow I have such good photos because it's like right next to my house uh, we well, need people to
0: go have there. been seeing them at Fort Stevens yeah too. I know. oh nice yeah so Th- Maybe this, this year has been
1: something this year Hopefully. has been a weird year for like things like suddenly yeah. like f- finches of course this last winter were like hardcore everywhere right like we're st- we still have pine siskins down here like which is did you guys weird. get a, a bunch of crossbills we didn't get it that that's the weird thing on on way. on the coast crossbills the numbers didn't spike like what you would expect for yeah, like a finch eruption eruptive year. yeah but there tons of siskins oh my gosh but yeah. But that's
0: a good point, you know, like get to know like your local stuff that's in the neighborhood. Yeah. If you're a beginner or, you know, even more advanced folks, like then you get to know them really well and then you can tease out different things. Yeah. In your, your area. You gotta um, work that group. Yeah. Work yeah. the flock. flock. Work the flock. Work yeah. the flock. That's right. WCM. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah. I added like, weirdly, I got, uh, Wils- Williamson sapsucker. Is that the one oh, that was wow. fly catching? And I got rock wren. Yeah. Up. Oh my gosh. It's just this. It's just so. You're
0: just taking yeah. them from Eastern Oregon. Yeah. You're just, just, you're just pulling over birds here. over.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. Stop lying. Yeah, I have photos of all of them. You're, you're importing birds. <laughs> yeah. Man,
2: that would Where's be. Where's your cages? That's, that's gotta be my next uh, job after the books. <laughs> just Do, county firsts. <laughs> just drop it. Who's <laughs> gonna pay you for that? I don't know. Big ear people. Oh yes, yes. Okay. Yes, the big the big year committee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they they would, uh, would pay lawyers for <laughs> suing. <them. laughs> but uh, yeah, I just uh, if if nobody's heard of the five mile radius um, challenge or five mr uh, Jen Stanford started it, uh, who's a Oregon slash Washington birder, and it's just I think it was two thousand eighteen, and it, it really like. Got me inspired to just see as much as I could see, close to home. Uh, rode my bike a bunch, got a bunch of species, and
3: mm-hmm.
2: started motorless lists, and and yeah, there's there's just so much exploring, and and so many fun things that you can find in your neighborhood. You don't have to, you don't have to go super far, especially not for a little bit of uh, biodiversity.
1: Yeah, so. well, I mean, we we've we've said that about birding for for the whole time we've been doing the podcast. Like you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to travel around the world. You don't have to travel across the country or anything. You can start in your backyard. You can only ever bird in your backyard and it's all good. You can go into your neighborhood, like with, with your book, just around, around your neighborhood, things that you're going to find in your area.
0: Well, and, and I, you,
1: you can, you can expand it if you want, but yeah. you don't have to.
0: Well, and I think what's what I really like about your book. I'm sorry. I feel like we're like, I love it. This is just a like a big <laughs> ad for you. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I get really bored with the birds in our backyard. Like, I sure. love Swainson's thrush. That mm. is, like, my definite... Every other week, that's going to be my favorite bird. I'm,
1: I'm oh. hoping that I was pointed close enough that we got that. You and, could hear it. That, that we could hear this. because <laughs> my
0: little friend when <laughs> we, I sit in the hammock. We've heard a couple
1: times. Yeah, yeah sometimes when I sit here. in the hammock,
0: he's, like, right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, but, you know, I get super bored with our, our stuff. Like, yeah. and I, I just get, you know, the the itch to go travel and see something different. Um, but what I really like about your field guides and things that you've worked on is that it gives me new things to look for in the species. Like what you're saying about the finches, you know, I didn't know that they had a gray cheek. Like right. I never paid attention to that. So now I'm going to have to start looking for that stuff and it's, it's kind of like a find it for the things I already know,
2: Right? you know, but I need mm-hmm.
0: to know them better.
2: Yeah. I heard
1: it. <laughs> see, see it's, yeah. just, it's just barely trying back there it's, it's not late enough in the day i think for it to really get no it gets going thing. to
0: like nine o'clock <laughs> oh, really? oh yeah. yeah it's dark oh yeah. yeah
1: yeah they they like to the swainson's thrush likes to call first thing in the morning and then late at night and then if it rains af- right after a rain it'll you know it'll start calling so
0: nice yeah it's like thrashers yeah Threshers
1: well it's, so I, I guess that that's some like neighborhood like Level backyard level knowledge like you yeah you're you're you we're out here listening to it like every day it's just here all the time so. someday
2: you're gonna get a veery you know uh, or you think
1: you think we'll get one down here
2: yeah I want <laughs> you to <laughs> I appreciate that well they just had what we just had like western kingbird on the coast right yeah what where, was that in the I,
1: I think that know. was down in the wasn't it
0: I stopped paying attention
1: it was it was on it was in the WhatsApp group for the north coast here yeah I remember like blowing it up for like like four or five days. <laughs> Yeah. And then people stop seeing it and it's like, oh. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's a th- birds and they're out there and they travel and, and almost nobody pays attention to them except for us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> almost nobody, except for the millions of birders. <laughs> except for, yeah. Which is not, if there were, if there were, C- compared, if there were more, the of yeah, people, yeah. if
2: there were more, we'd have uh, fewer problems with <laughs> yeah. a lot of things.
1: The world would be a better place if everyone was a birder.
2: Yeah. So that's my goal, I guess, is to just <laughs> start people small.
1: Yeah, it's
2: like, hey, I saw a hummingbird, and I love it. I'm like, love it when anybody points out a bird to me, even like, oh, do you see the bald eagle? i was like, yes, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so you're not a, you're not in the group of have you seen the eagles, and you just walk away from them?
2: Ah, no, I'm like, where is it? I'm like, all right, oh, all sweet, right. thanks. <laughs> have a great day. Keep your eyes on the skies. <laughs> no, I like it, and and it's really. The great thing is about like just being obsessed about birds is um, like eventually family and friends uh, will start to tell you like oh hey I I started looking out for birds now or oh hey I just noticed we have like a scrub jay nest in the backyard or I had a friend uh, send me an email like hey come check out this Anna's hummingbird mm-hmm. nest that we have like under our carport hmm. oh, it's like yes cool. awesome so you just you just have to be a uh, Socially awkward enough to only talk about birds at parties and everywhere you go. <laughs> and, uh, and just gotta commit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just uh, gotta go all in. Yep. Yeah, make an Instagram account just for birds. Uh, force your family and friends to like it. Make them buy your book. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. You... Well,
1: awesome. Th- thank
2: you. Well, wait, and so <laughs> okay. what are the hard facts you
0: about your book? So, oh, it comes out July 13th, right? Yes, July 13th. Uh,
2: if any, um, When's this come out? Pre? The 1st. Oh, July 1st? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there are 12 days after this. Uh, if you order before <laughs> July 13th, it comes with an ebook, book uh, which I'll email to everybody that pre-orders. It comes with a postcard and a sticker, and uh, 164 pages, 158 images, 110 species of uh, common birds.
1: numbers, numbers, numbers. numbers.
2: Love them. Yeah. I've been looking at all these pages (laughs) over and over and over again.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this and I think it's a, it's a great, you know, book for folks who live in the Pacific Northwest or if you're considering visiting the Pacific Northwest, like a lot of, a lot of times, you know, I'm like, oh, my birds are like brown and gray and they're not like exciting. But um, you know the the composition of your photos is so beautiful that it's got all the greenery around it, and it really brings out like the the really beautiful detail of our common species that I don't give enough time to.
2: Right, thank you. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So then, one last thing before we head out is our bird nerd giveaway. So yeah. we have um, we have a book.
2: Yeah, my book. Your yeah, book for a giveaway.
1: In, 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 interestingly enough, we ha, we have your book for a giveaway. I
2: have extras. <laughs> <laughs> You're not keeping them all to yourself. No. You're just, want, just hogging
1: all the I books. want to get them
2: out into the world. You're just going to like lay, <laughs> yeah. lay
1: in a pile of books and roll back and forth?
2: Well, I will do that. <laughs> and sign them.
0: <laughs> okay, so for our Bird Nerd giveaway, um, Seymour has graciously donated um, his book and stickers and other items um, to the winner of the contest, which the deadline for this uh, Bird Nerd giveaway will be July 13th. What we want you to do is to give us your favorite obscure field mark for any bird. So make sure to go to our Facebook page and our Instagram and all that stuff too. And you can probably post it on Seymour Goals uh, social medias as well using hashtag BirdNerdGiveaway and give us your favorite obscure field mark. Or even email it to us at Gobirding at gmail.com and you could potentially win an awesome prize pack courtesy of Seymour Goals.
1: Yeah. And, um, obscure, but we, we don't really mean like, uh, Oh, well it's a, the Wilson's warbler has a black cap. Like that's, that's a pretty common field mark. We, we want to hear some weird okay, stuff. So that... my
0: favorite one <laughs> is one that I came up with in San Diego. All right. Uh, when we were looking at turns and here, I think
1: an example, here we go. Yeah.
0: Example. Can't steal this one. I think it was between, <laughs> uh, Eric, you're going to have to help me. I think Uh-oh. it was Caspian and Royal turns. Mm-hmm. And my field mark was that Caspian have like, heritage carrot colored bills mm. and um royal have more like you know the the like ones you normally carrots you'd normally find in a grocery store uh,
1: supermarket carrot versus yeah. heritage heritage carrot yeah nice. so
0: it's like you know that real rich dark red versus like a like a bright orange
2: yeah that was mine good feel mark what's your favorite oh i like the dark eyed junco saying that has white chopsticks uh <laughs> in its tail
1: white chopsticks oh, in its tail yeah. yeah all right yeah, well. I, I can't think of one right up the spot so <laughs> come <we'll>... on eric <laughs> <laughs> pressure. I can't pressure. Do it.
0: <laughs> well thank you so much seymour for joining us for this episode oh, i'm you. very excited about your book congratulations thank that you. is a huge accomplishment and um yeah we hope
2: to see it on the shelf soon yeah thank you so much for having me <laughs>
0: So thank you to Seymour Goals for joining us um, to tell us all about your book. It's really exciting. I mean, it developed very quickly. Like you said, uh, it started in March, I think, the development yeah. of it. And it's just wild that it's July and you have a book coming out. <laughs> so congratulations on that. Uh, everybody check out Seymour's Facebook page and you can see a lot of the, uh, graphics that he uses in there. I've, he did this one like two days ago of all the different like bills in mm-hmm. his book, like just screenshots of the, the bird's face and then what kind of bill it has. Yeah. And it's, it's hilarious. So you got to check that out.
1: So over the last year we have asked or tried to ask all of our guests. Um, we've,
0: sometimes we forget things, sometimes
1: we forget things and, and I'm sorry, and then, in addition to sometimes forgetting things, sometimes I have technical issues and I lose things. So
0: you got to get better at that. I,
1: I have to get better at everything I do. I'm I'm not that great at any of the things I do. I'm just kind of like a mediocre average guy.
0: No, you're okay at some things. <laughs> I'm okay at some yeah, things. Yeah, I think so. Uh,
1: okay, yeah. yeah. See, Mediocre average, right, yeah. right in there. You're good. Cat dad. Um, we ask everyone. <laughs> good cat dad. We ask everyone a secret question at the end of an interview, or try try to remember to. And it's a question that we don't prep anyone for. We don't, uh, it's, it's a question we want off the cuff. And it's not a huge gotcha question. It's usually really kind like of esoteric. Like a philosophical. Yeah, yeah
0: esoteric. That's a yeah,
1: philosophical, esoteric. It's just kind of out there. And we just want just kind of an off the cuff gut answer to things. And we are ready to reveal last season's.
0: Season threes. Season
1: three's. Secret uh, secret question answers from is, all of our people.
0: This is the first episode of Season 4.
1: This is the first episode of oh Season 4. Oh my gosh, four. wow. Yeah, this is, this is our uh, beginning of our fourth year. We've doing been doing this. it this long. Three full years of podcasting.
0: That's wild. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're going to play the ones first, right, that we got from those that we interviewed. Yeah, the, the, <laughs>
1: those, those, those that we sons. had interactions with so we could uh, have, build a little bit of a rapport and then get them to...
0: <laughs> answer s- the weird question slap him
1: in the face of the weird question right at the end
0: so we're gonna play the ones um first that we heard from our guests mm-hmm. uh that joined us for interviews so you will hear from darlene from the backyard bird shop jason crotty ariel gaffney and the joint recording with orietta estrada and taiki james so enjoy their off-the-cuff answers so darlene our secret question is what is your birding elevator pitch There's nothing that brings more joy than watching birds when it comes to the natural world. They can fly, and we can't. And it makes it so intriguing. They do fascinating things. It's well you're well worth your time. Jason, what is your birding elevator pitch?
3: Birding elevator pitch? Uh, It gets you outside, it gets you in uh, sort of connection with nature, it allows you to sort of see the seasons a bit more clearly, uh, sort of what happens on a uh, a year-to-year basis, and it makes you pay attention to your surroundings. You become interested in things you've never sort of seen before. They've always been there, but you never see them. Uh, Before I became a birder, which, you know, probably, what, 10, 12 years ago now, uh, I never noticed sanderlings on the on the ocean. I certainly didn't notice the snowy plovers in the holes either on the beach. And, and now I now I do. I think uh, uh, just sort of the, the connection with nature and the outdoors is a key part of birding. And it sort of makes you uh, inherently a conservationist as well, sort of, and thinking ahead and thinking about, you know, how we're going to preserve what we have. and And it's all sort of via birds, which can be done anywhere really whether it's urban or rural or pelagic you name it it's sort of a great way to uh, connect and then also as you become uh, a bit more advanced sort of see the country it takes you to places that a lot of people never see they view as flyover country and if you've seen you know sandhill cranes in Nebraska or a bunch of birds at the northern end of their range in Texas or Arizona you get to see places in parts of the country that a lot of people don't see. And I think we're all the better for it.
0: Ariel, what is your birding elevator pitch?
2: Okay, you should get into birds because um, they have amazing lungs. Um, They have an a one way air sac system. And I think it's fascinating. Um, They can extract more oxygen out of their the oxygen
0: that they breathe, than we certainly could with our, our silly mammal lungs. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so <laughs> that's what I think. That's what got me into birds. Honestly, I was in my ornithology class and we learned about the bird respiratory system and I was sold. Um, I thought it was the coolest thing. Okay. So Taiki, our secret question for you is what is your eleva- your birding elevator pitch?
1: Have you ever looked at something and wondered, is this the same thing I've seen before? Wonder no longer. Birds, they have feathers, they're bipedial, and most of them have beaks or bills. And typically, typically, bills are things you have to pay. But with birds, they're things you can see. This is my floor.
0: So Orietta, what is your birding elevator
2: pitch?
4: Did you know that birds are
2: the only animal on the planet with feathers? Did you know that... There are hundreds of different types of hummingbirds. Hummingbirds are the only birds that can fly backwards and they sound like X-wing fighter jets. Birds are awesome. (laughs) That's all I can do. Sorry.
0: (laughs) So it's fun to go back through and listen to all the answers and kind of relive some of the interviews that we did this past year. Um, You know, there's been a lot going on and... It's so fun to think about, you know, that uh, we had Backyard Bird Shop on, which is, you know, one of our favorite birding shops Mm -hmm. um, that's here in the Pacific Northwest. We talked with Jason about, you know, what the Biden-Harris administration, that was our political episode. um, (laughs) Dipping our toe into
1: the political waters there a little. And
0: then just right back out. (laughs)
1: Like, it's freezing water. Yeah, we just get out of the politics real quick.
0: (laughs) And then with Ariel, um, you know, talking about the forensic ornithology, that was so much fun to...
1: I honestly had forgotten that that was in this season until i was going through the secret secret question answers and i was like oh ariel was this year oh i I didn't didn't even realize we still need
0: to go down to southern oregon and we
1: still we still need to go go visit that part of the state
0: and then of course it's always fun to have orietta and taiki on uh to talk about the incredible things that they're doing with this uh black and latinx scholarship fund Mm -hmm. Um, so thank you all for, for your answers, your off the cuff answers. And then next you'll hear, um, some of the guest answers that we've had from listeners. So thank you to all the listeners who called in and then left a voicemail and (laughs) a half thank you to all of the listeners who called in to hear what the voicemail was first. Just not shaming anyone. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs>
1: hey, th- I, there was there was some good answers that came through. Uh, we, I guess we could talk about it afterwards. But uh, um one one of the guys he 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 knew it was off the cuff. He came in. He you you you'll hear it at the beginning there. But uh, he's he he, he comes and he's like, well, I was not expecting that. All right. <laughs> um. So it was perfect. It was exactly what we're looking for. That's that's, that's what we need. It's completely off the cuff. And so when we get around to this next year. Everyone needs to remember that. It's going to be completely off the cuff. You're going to be shocked. You're going to be, you're like, gonna be shocked. You're going to be amazed. You're going to be wowed. It's going wow. to be... I,
0: okay.
1: I don't want to build it up. I,
0: I need a better question. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think my question's that great.
1: But it's it's off the cuff. It, it doesn't... It's not... It's not a... We're not holding anyone to, like, Okay, okay, you. Anyways, okay. moving on. <laughs> so,
0: uh, next you'll hear our guest answers from listeners.
4: Hi, my name is Steven Klingler. I am from Austinburg, Ohio. Uh, The question definitely caught me off guard. Um, I believe my birding elevator speech would go a little something like this. Um, Chances are they're going to look at my camera or binoculars that I'm carrying with me and ask me if I've seen the bald eagle. And uh, typically I would be like, yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, I, I did see the bald eagle and I might try to carry that conversation into, you know, maybe some other things that I saw that day, some other birds that I thought were cool, maybe show them a couple of pictures on my camera roll and, um, just try to get them excited, you know, about nature. Um, I always encourage the bald eagle questions, even though they are far too redundant <laughs> because that is the number one go-to. Um, but yeah, I, you know, just if I have a chance to try to inspire somebody, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And, um, I'll try to carry the conversation into a way that encourages them and, um, and I'll be enthusiastic about seeing the bald eagle as well. <laughs> so I guess that would be my, uh, brief little elevator speech. Um, love your guys' podcast and, uh, hope to meet you sometime out in the field. Good birding.
2: Hi, my name is Kathy Wrigling, and I'm from Tangerine, Florida. And I'd like to pitch to you to go birding. When you go out birding, you never know what you're going to find. Some days you might only see one swallowtail kite. Other days, like today, we were out hiking, and lo and behold, all these birds started coming in. We had red-headed woodpeckers, and we had downy woodpeckers. And it was so exciting. And then, of course, you have these other incidental things that you might find that aren't even birds. So go birding. Have an adventure.
3: Hey, this is Matt Igleski from Hammond, Indiana. And I would say my birding elevator pitch is that its you can do it anywhere, and it always is changing. So it's always something to entertain you no matter where you are and any time of the year. So that's my elevator pitch for
4: birding. My name is Barb. I'm from Port Allegheny, Pennsylvania. And I bird because it brings great joy to life. It's like an
3: exciting scavenger hunt every day. I get to go out and look for birds. And, and even the birds that are common or we see every day are so much fun to watch. Each day brings a new bit of
4: joy because of birding. Bye.
1: See, weren't all those really good? Yes, they were. Yeah. You guys so, did great. That's, Thank that's you. just fine. So... That that's awesome. Thank you guys all for calling in and leaving voicemails. We really enjoyed listening to those, and then Hannah really enjoyed looking and seeing an unknown number calling. I know. And then a few minutes later, seeing a Google Voice message pop up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Eric watching this whole time. (laughs) And then sometimes they would like you folks would call twice, and it was like ah, they were checking for the question first, and then Uh, they had to think about it. Um. So Eric, Eric, what is your birding elevator pitch?
1: So birding is amazing you just need to get out and do it and nothing is going to be more exciting than getting out there and discovering something new or discovering something that you rediscovering something new for yourself especially anywhere in nature but especially with birds so just get out there and hannah what is your elevators pitch
0: oh man this completely caught me off guard
1: Completely, had no idea.
0: No, I really haven't thought about it.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> so that's part. That's part of our. We, well, I try not to like both of us. Neither one of us try to put together an answer prior to the question. So this is. It's almost off the cuff. It's not as off the cuff as if we hadn't heard <laughs> it, but it's it's, it's good as good as if we, can we do. have not
0: been asking it. Yeah,
1: we, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about what we would think about it the whole year. It's just we have the we have the question and then we don't. I try not to think about it at all. So so what do you got Hannah? Elevator pitch.
0: So. Ele- so elevators. Um, geez. So birding is an incredible activity that you can do anywhere you're at. There's over 10,000 species that you can see. You don't even have to go out and view birds to enjoy them. You can watch them on TV. I love watching Life of Birds by David Attenborough. You can listen to them on your phone. You can, um, you know, there's that, that TikTok person, the, uh, recorder lady who's making all these cool sounds, from bird recordings. Like there's so many different ways to enjoy birds and to enjoy birding, but the very basic is to look out a window, step out your front door and enjoy the, you know, house sparrows or whatever you have just right outside your door, watch the cool things that they do and, you know, just look at them and enjoy them.
1: Awesome.
0: <laughs> is that bad? No, that's perfect. That's,
1: that's that's awesome. It's perfect. So, are you sold? I'm sold. Birding. Let's, let's go birding. Yes.
2: Yeah. Hannah and
1: Eric, let's we'll, we'll go burning. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that was that was an awesome three years. I I'm glad I'm glad we've done that. I'm you are moving forward. Yeah, I'm. We're moving forward. We're going into year four. So let's let's get this done. Let's well, get, I'm glad
0: to hear that you said let's you're get, glad let's that get that we've some done more this. let's
1: get some more episodes under our belt.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we
1: can we, learn how to do this sometime. We, we a little more practice, we'll figure out how to podcast.
0: <laughs> Wasted 150 <laughs> hours at least on this. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, thank you guys all for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and or learned something new. Please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Music, and anywhere else that you listen to us. Not any Alexa devices anymore. I don't uh, I don't condone Alexa devices. Wow. Especially reviews on them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't want to come up with another Alexa thing. So I was, I'm done. Okay. That was, that was season three. That
0: ended in season three, y'all. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so if you'd like to connect with us on it the was socials. was too much pressure for him. It was too, I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> Throw it in the towel. Wow. Follow us on our socials, um, Hannah it goes birding and Eric goes birding on Instagram. Hannah
0: with an H, Eric with a K.
1: You can follow us on Twitter at WeGoBirding. Follow us on Facebook, Hannah and Eric go birding. You can also email us, HannahandEricGoBirding at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website, www.gobirdingpodcast.com.
0: You can even call us at 503-741-9837.
1: Yeah, we probably won't answer, but oh, you can no, leave a voicemail. I,
0: I definitely won't answer.
1: But leave <laughs> but me a voicemail. Leave a voicemail, we'll listen to it, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll we'll
0: maybe we'll include s- it. Maybe we'll sneak, we sneak won't. it into an
1: episode, <laughs> answer questions, you know, any, anything we can do. So um tell us what you like, tell us what you hated, and share us with your friends. <laughs>